Hey, hey, remarkable people. This is Tracy Robbins, and you are listening to Thy Neighbor Podcast. This podcast is designed to inspire you to expand your community, to connect more often with those who are in your path, and of course, to love thy neighbor as thyself. You will hear from individuals in my day-to-day life who are crushing it and making the world a more lovely place to inhabit. Have a listen. Taryn Oldroyd made a resolution at the beginning of 2021 to start a business. It is June of 2021, and she has successfully done so. Taryn's down-to-earth designs is handmade clay jewelry with class. She is a mother of three wonderful children and is the wife to my first cousin, Austin McDonough. The first half of this interview with Taryn covers what makes her unique and tells us about the family she came from and the family she has created. The last half of the interview dives into experiences she has had in her adult life, growing as a person, building a business, showing us her jewelry audibly, growing her faith, and how she has impacted myself and others for good. We do discuss her jewelry at one point, which you can't see, so be sure to click on her website in the show notes to see what beautiful jewelry Taryn has created. Can you tell us something that most people don't know about you? So something that most people don't know about me is, well, one, I think people know it about me. I'm adopted. But something that's interesting to go with being adopted is I actually look just like my family. So I and I have a brother that's only four months younger than me. And so people would always be like, who's adopted? They always assumed he was adopted because he had (laughs) really long hair. And so they're like, oh, he's adopted. I'm like, no, it's me. I'm the one that's adopted. (laughs) And yeah. And so it's something that was funny is I would always tell people growing up as a kid, I'd be like, oh yeah, we're twins, but I took all the nutrients in my mom's stomach. And so my brother had to stay in her stomach for longer and since I took them all. And people actually believed me. (laughs) I'm like, so that was just something that was so funny. I just thought it was hysterical growing up to tell people that. And yeah, people... Yeah, personality, Taryn. Are you a bit of a tease? Did did you like to? Is this true? Yeah, I teased. I especially like to tease my brother. I would, you know, I teased him a lot. I was like a foot taller than him, and so he got a lot of my teasing. I'm like, not now. We've evened out now, but when we were younger and stuff, yeah, I teased. I'm like me and my family now. We like to tease each other. Jump out and scare each other, stuff like that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I'm curious about um, being adopted. So did you, Mm -hmm. how, like, how did your family go about sharing that information with you? How did you discover, even though you looked like everybody else and you had a brother who was four months younger than you, how did did they go about that? So I actually always knew there was never a moment when it was like, you're adopted, like where they sat down and told me I was adopted. I just always knew it was always something that was very talked about. Every birthday I had, we talked about how I was born, how I was adopted. 
the whole process. And that really helped I growing up just to like, to always know that. Cause I think some people don't find out until later. And I'm like, if that happened, I think I would be in shock, but yeah, they always told me and my birth mom, um, she was just amazing. Her and I actually have an amazing relationship. Now we met each other when I was older and but my parents always just said how much she loved me. And, you know, that was great because kids have questions, you know, growing up, they'll ask, well, so did your mom, your birth mom not want you? Things like that. And I was always able to just answer so confidently, like, no, I have two moms. They both love me. And so there was one school, one teacher actually called her and said, Taryn's telling everyone she has two moms. And, and so what's happening here? You know, like was so curious about what was going on, but everyone then wanted two moms. <laughs> right. They're like, this is cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's so fun. And Taryn, how do you, do you feel like that? Um, because you had that knowledge always growing up or you just were, they, they trained you that, I mean, they just were like, Hey, you have two moms and this is how your story is. And do you feel like because of that, that you didn't really struggle with being adopted or do you feel like you had like challenges with I was adopted? Um, I don't feel like I had too many struggles. I think the part that I had, the one thing that I always wished I had was like a picture of them. Cause I wanted to know like, where am I getting my looks from? You know, I did look a lot like my family, but you get curious about that. Like, okay, whose nose do I have? Who's, you know, smile, things like that. But with them being so open about it, it was, it made it a lot easier for me. I knew they were telling me, you know, I'm, you're just part of our family. You just had to come, you just came to us in a different way. Right. And the way that they approached it was just so kind. And I never felt different. I never felt like you're the adopted one. And then these are the biological ones. You know, it was always, you're all my children. You came to me in a different way. And I like, even when we were little, people would ask my mom, she'd be pushing me, my brother in a stroller. And they're like, okay, which one's yours? And she's like, both of them are mine. Both. Like she, she would never say, oh, this is my daughter that was adopted. She would just be like, they're both mine. <laughs> and she was just, yeah, you know, with them being so open about it, I think it gave me the confidence to know how loved I was. And it just, it made me know that there was no difference there. Right. And I'm curious about um, your own thoughts on what, what do you think about adoption? I think adoption option is amazing. I remember in high school and in college, I actually did debates on um, abortion adoption kind of things. And I just, I am very pro adoption. I think it's such an amazing selfless act. And, you know, so I certainly am open about my support for adoption. I think a lot of people kind of like almost forget that it's an option to be able to give their baby up for adoption. You know, I think a lot of people are scared where their baby's going to go or scared about things that could happen. And, you, you know, there's people out there that so want babies and so would, it would just be such a blessing in their lives. And I think it's a great option when maybe it feels like there are no other options. Right. Our families that want babies and it would be so special to them. And I think it's a, such a selfless act. And my birth father, actually, he wanted my birth mom to have an abortion and she was adopted as well. 
So she knew she's like, I no, the, no way. Like I'm giving her up for adoption. And when her and my parents met, they actually had a really strong spiritual connection and just knew like that it was the right family and it connected. So they kept in contact throughout the whole, her whole process of being pregnant with me. Wow. And yeah, so it was a really amazing, amazing experience for them. And it's, and I just am wholeheartedly for adoption. Right. And I'm curious about um, your birth mother. When you, when did you like reconnect with her? We reconnected. How old was I? I think I was 26. So I had already, no, 27. Sorry about that. I was like 27 or 28. I'm trying to remember now. Um, We reconnected through the same person that helped connect us with getting adopted. He worked with my birth mom um, and knew she was pregnant. So he, and he knew my parents wanted to adopt. So he introduced them and got that happening. And then he's a realtor and he, he ran into her aunt. He didn't know it was her aunt, but he knew where she was from and the last name. He connected the dots and got us back to, and said, do you have her phone? Like, do you have my birth mom's phone number? Got back in contact with her and he ended up being there with us when we re, like re-met each other and everything. And so it was really special. You know, he holds a special place in my heart. And um, it was just amazing how one, you know, he gave us that opportunity and brought us back. And meeting her, it was so easy. You know, we got along so well. It just clicked. I feel like our personalities are very similar. We have a lot of similar mannerisms. So I was like... Yeah, it was so funny. Austin's like, you guys, he's like, you might not look exactly like, he's like, but your mannerisms, he's like the second, you know, you're like with you guys for like 10 minutes, I can tell that you're related because of your mannerisms. (sighs) So you've been able to maintain that relationship since that time. Yeah, we actually, we went out and visited them. Um, When was it? It was like a few months after we had met, they flew us out to their home in Georgia and we got to spend a week with them. And then, yeah, we text each other and get together when we're in Tan- when they're in Utah and stuff like that. So, yeah. And yeah. And I, and she has two sons. And so one of them actually lived in San Antonio while we were living in San Antonio. So we got to spend a lot of time with him, which was really, really neat. Wow. I know. Wow. Yeah. That's so I know. Cool. It's amazing. <laughs> and, and I'm curious about your parents. How did they determine to adopt, to adopt? So you're adopted or yeah, your family, but like your parents, how did they determine? Um, they decided, I think they finally decided is when um, the per- Gail who put the adoption together, when he told them, hey, there's this lady who's pregnant. She's looking to have a family adopt them. I think that's when they finally decided because my mom was having troubles getting pregnant. And so then she found out they were pre- she was pregnant and they're like, yes, this is right. This is so right. And then she found out she was pregnant with my brother and she was so, wor- they were so worried like, oh no, she's not going to want to give the baby to us. And my mom actually had a dream of a boy and girl playing together and my birth mom had a dream about the same thing. And um, so when my mom told her, she knew it was the right thing. And so 
it didn't end up being a problem at all. They knew that that's what was right and what was supposed to happen. Wow. And so how many siblings do you have? So I'm one of five. I have two sisters and two brothers. Wow. Yeah. They're amazing. You're, you're the oldest in the family. I am second to youngest. Oh, you're second to youngest. Yeah. So I have a brother that's 12 years older than me. Oh, okay. So can you tell me the order? <laughs> I know. I'm like, it's, there's quite a difference. My parents always said, I'm like, it's like the three oldest. And then there was the long time because she had a hard time getting pregnant. And then it was me and my brother at the end. Okay. And so then they're like, it was almost, you guys kept us young because it was almost like all of a sudden here's our second group of kids. (laughs) So yeah. So I have my oldest brother and then my sis, my older sisters, and then me and then my youngest brother. Okay. Wow. That's so awesome. Okay. So, um, what is something most people do know about you? If they spend just a little bit of time with you. They just spend a little time with me. Something is I am very loyal to my friends and family. I love my relationships. They're really important to me. And I, I always do what I can for my friends and family and, um, drop anything or if they need anything, I'm there. So I think after people spend a little time with me, they know that I'm like, when they first meet me, I'm a little bit more shy, but then right when you, once you get to know me, you you learn that pretty quick. I, I hope at least. <laughs> okay, that's wonderful. Do you feel like you came like that or do you feel like you developed that over time? You know, I think I kind of came like that. I, you know, I was always had that protective nature in me where I'm like, my family's my family, my friends. I like, I like to keep my friendships and, you know, anyone tried to mess with my family. I was like, oh, you'd be nice. I like, made sure people were being nice to them and, or anything like that. So. I, I kind of think it was in, it was inside of me. <laughs> I came that way a bit and as my family's really close. So I think it just developed from environment as well. Yeah. Growing up, just relationships were always so important. And so we'd, you know, that was something that my parents valued, my sisters and brothers valued. And so, yeah, yeah. environment came that way. <laughs> Combination. Um <laughs> What is something you most admire about the members of the family you came from? Yes. Parents too, just siblings. Parents too. Parents too. So my parents and my dad, I would say that he is so supportive of his family. He would do anything for us and he bends over backwards to make sure we're comfortable, make sure we're taken care of. And I think that's so special about him. And I think that is really instilled in us. And then my mom, she is the friendliest person. She makes everyone feel like they're her best friend. She's so good at just, you know, when you go into some place and you're feeling like nervous, you don't know anyone. She is that first person that is going to go up to you and befriend you. Be like, hi, you're new here. What's your name? You know, really make you feel comfortable such an amazing quality on her. Yeah. And so my oldest brother, Trevor, he is an amazingly hard worker. He's always been a hard worker. He, you know, he was willing to help anyone. He's willing to work really hard for his family and just spend any hour needed to make sure that they're taken care of and make sure that he's working hard at his job and things like that. And I appreciate that in him. And then my oldest sister, Tracy, she is, yeah, I know. I'm like, 
Yeah. <laughs> I was like, good name, good people. <laughs> she is really funny. She is just, as, she's lighthearted and she's so funny. She's always making us laugh. And I just appreciate that about her. She brings this like lightness and yeah. And she's just, I don't even know how to explain, like, unless you know her, you can't see, like, she is just funny. And so I really appreciate that about her. To be funny, (laughs) you need funniness in your life. Her husband is the same way. So I'm like, them together is like comedy session. (laughs) Yeah. And then my sister Tori, she is the most giving person. They would give anything for anyone. They're always serving and always willing to help and give what they have. And they don't tell anyone, you know, they don't like tell it. They don't expect people to give them praise for it. They just give her and her husband both. Like they just give and give and don't expect anything in return. And it is such a good example to me. I'm like, you know, like they'll give us something. I'm like, Oh, I need to give you something. They're like, no, this is what families do. We are doing this for you. You know, they just, they don't expect anything in return. They give so much and they're just so loving. And I really appreciate them. Appreciate that about them. And then my brother Tyson, so he's the one four months younger than me. He was like, he was just, he was my partner in crime, you know, only four months apart, but he is brilliant. He is so unbelievably smart. He was always teaching me growing up. He learns so easily. He has this like photographic memory. And I appreciate that about him. He just, my goodness. I'm like, you are just the most brilliant person. He actually does a podcast called, uh, stories with what's it? stories with dad. Anyway, he does history stories for his kids and they are the best. I learn when I, when I, um, listen to him, but they're amazing. He like does this history research. And anyway, I just, am so impressed by him. He just is constantly learning. He knows everything. I'm like, I have a question. I'm like, okay, Tice, what's the answer? I'm like, all right. He's my little Google. <laughs> what about your, um, so your half brothers, do you know much? So they've got the two half brothers. Is that right? From your birth mother? Yes. So yeah, two half ones. Um, and the younger one I've spent more time with the older one. I haven't spent quite as much time with, but we have met and they're both very kind, very kind people, very smart, both, um, hard workers. They've been in them, like doing things in the military, training in the military and things like that. And, um, her husband is absolutely amazing. He has just like taken us under his wing. Like, and he's just is so kind. He was in the military as well. And he flies planes for Delta. Oh, wow. And yeah. So yeah, the family, their whole family is so kind. And when we had Jake in San Antonio with us, he just embraced my little kids so much. He babysat for us a couple times. He came to dinner with us. He was just so good with the kids and so sweet. So just, they just loved him to death. That's so fun. And tell me, um, what about, uh, the family? So tell us first off, what is a story or stories that you heard growing up about yourself from your mom and dad about like (laughs) would do or yeah. I'm like, There's a lot of stories that they had about me. I was kind of a, 
a very kind tornado. So I was into everything um, until I got older. And then I got very precise. So when I was younger, I was so First off, I was into fashion stuff from the beginning for forever. I was always getting into my mom's makeup. There's a picture of me with lipstick all over my face. Like I was always wanting to do people's makeup and people's hair and design clothes for my Barbies. And so they always just loved that. They thought that that was really funny. I'm like, another thing um, is I would, so I was very like line up things. So when I, they always love to watch me eat. They always tell that story. I would like line my French fries up and everyone would be going to play and I would still be eating my food because food was very important to me and food is still really important to me. And so, right. (laughs) And so I'm like, they would always just love to watch me eat. And I was always like, what are you looking at? And they're like, you're just so fun to watch eat. (laughs) So So that was just a funny thing. And I was like, and then I like collect tea sets and I'd have them so precise and organized and things like that. But my mom's like, you're always, we're just like in such like a stylish, creative way. Like things were put just right. You know, you made sure your Barbies were dressed perfectly, you know, like your, our Barbies were dressed right. You would design clothes for them on your Barbie designer thing. So Yeah. Wow. I think those are a couple of things that they would say about me. Also, I'm terrified of being in front of people, like on stage and stuff like that. So when I was three, I actually walked off the stage when I was in the middle of a dance recital. And so people still bring that up to me who knew me from when I was a kid. They still bring that up to me. And they're like, do you remember that time you walked off the stage? I was like, yes, I don't like being on the stage. (laughs) Do you feel like it's still something that is challenging? That is still something that's challenging for me. And I actually learned that. So when I met my birth mom, she said that too. She's like, I don't like giving like talks in church and stuff like that. It's, I will still do it, but I get so nervous and like my hands get all sweaty and But yes, I get very nervous being center of attention and stuff, but I've worked a lot through it and just kind of pushed myself. I think having my company now, a lot of doing it was to push myself past where I was comfortable so that I could continue to grow and not have that nervousness kind of hold me back. If you want to tell us about what it's like for you to be a wife and a mother and sort of how you met Austin, that would be helpful. Yeah. All right. So, you know, Austin. He is so funny and just like a goofball. So being married to him is fantastic because he just lightens things up, which is great. He, I'm like, he definitely initiates the teasing stuff going on, (laughs) but you know, he is just so supportive too. I, you know, I wanted to try this new business and he's like, do it, go and do it, try it. Or if I want to, like, I wanted to try learning guitar. He's like, okay, let's get you a guitar. And he like, buy it, you know, he's very supportive with the things I want to try and me becoming better as a mom, a wife, as an individual. He doesn't, he is not a holding back kind of person. He is a, let's help you do what you can, what you want to be able to do, how you want to be successful. And, and that I really admire that in him because not everyone is able to do that. You know, that's not a skill everyone can have. And I think that is just an amazing part of being married to him is just his love and support. And so then I have three kids and I have Ollie, Avi, and Millie. So Ollie is seven. 
AV is five and Millie is one and a half. So I got my hands full. <laughs> I'm like, Millie is at the age where she is exploring everything, which is wonderful and busy. I'm like, the other day I went to go put like a dish in the dishwasher and I come back and she has poured the cereal out all over the floor and she's dancing on it. She has diapers and a, or boots and a diaper on. That's it. And she's just dancing on the cereal. I'm like, oh man. So then I'm cleaning that up. And then she goes and climbs on the table and pours the salt out. And I'm like, oh my heck. <laughs> so anyway, she is so funny, but she is like the happiest baby ever. She is, she just makes everyone smile because she just always has that like big cheesy grin on and she, and she is just such a light in our life. She is so great. And so it was so nice because I'm like, I actually had postpartum really bad after I had her. And, um, so when I got some help for that, I was really able to just really enjoy her. And I'm so grateful for that because you know, she's a sweet, wonderful baby. I'm so glad I got to be able to enjoy her. She, you know, it's just such a blessing. And then Ollie is, oh my heck, he is so smart. We actually just went to an award sing for him and he got the reader of the year and he was only in the school for a few months. The last part of the school, he loves to read. He Whenever we go anywhere, I'm like, books are his first place. Like if we go to a place that has books, books are where he goes. He sees the books. He eyes the books. He is so smart. And I mean, I have to brag about him a little bit. I'm like, he just, he's always teaching me. He's always like, mom, let me teach you about what I learned. And he is able to retain and remember things just so well. It, he is just this brilliant kid. I'm like, he had these tests and gets like a hundred percent. And I'm like, what on earth? I'm like, you are going to be going into middle school and I'm going to be like, all right, we need to get you a tutor. I don't know how to do your homework anymore. Can't help you anymore. But, and he is so thoughtful too. He is very quick to be someone that helps me. He's like, oh mom, let me help you with that. Let me, you know, if I, he sees that I'm picking something up, he comes over and is like, mom, let me help you. Let me help you. So he is just thoughtful and smart and I do. I love my kids so much. You can tell it's wonderful. And then Avi is next. So Avi is so creative. She would do art all day long. If you let her, I'm like, there was one day I just let her paint. And I was, I had this like art easel out and she painted for hours. We just ripped off one page. She painted another and we actually taped them on all our walls. This is in San Antonio, just so she could like see her artwork up and know how much we appreciate it. Because she would like she would do art all day. I mean, since we've been here with Austin's parents while we're waiting for a house, she there was one day I remember she we gave her a stack of paper and crayons and stuff, and she, I mean, I think the whole day she just like colored and drew, and I can't even. That's when yeah, when Austin's dad went and he got her this him and his, or Austin's mom and dad, they went and got this like big box of paper for her to just be able to do art with because they're amazingly supportive. And so she is just so creative and she is always the first to compliment people. I mean, she is only five and she'll meet someone. She's like, you are so beautiful. (laughs) So great. Like she makes you feel like a million dollars. She will go and just be like, wow, you did such a good job at that. Like 
she is quick to compliment and quick to just make you feel like you were the most amazing person. And man, it's just so incredible. I'm like, that she does that at a five-year-old age, I think is just beyond her years. Yeah. Did she learn that from you, Taryn? I don't know. I hope. I always like to compliment people. (laughs) She's you. She's just so sweet. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, anytime you're having a bad day, you know that Avi's going to come up and be like, you just look so wonderful. Wow. You're the nicest person. (laughs) So I'm like, we'll keep her around. (laughs) Yeah. So that's my beautifully amazing family. (laughs) After Millie, you were struggling with postpartum. Can you tell us how it was different after Ollie and Avi compared to Millie? Yeah. So after Ollie, I actually started having seizures and then they just kind of continued. And so I don't like the postpartum was manifesting itself in a different way there. And that is when I really had to be like, you know what? I have to gain self-confidence and knowledge of who I am and what I need to do to make sure my body is like my body and mind are really just like on point because, um, you know, the anxiety would just make that worse. And so I really had to concentrate on, okay, who is Taryn? How do I keep my confidence up? How do I have? And so that was a really big time that I was able to start developing a really like love of myself, confidence in myself with always postpartum. AV, I actually had her naturally. And I don't know if it gave me such a high, but I was like on top of the world. I didn't really have postpartum with her. I was just like, fabulous. <laughs> I, was, I don't know if having a baby naturally does that, but man, I was just like on cloud nine and I felt totally great with her. I'm like, and then, um, with Millie, I had really bad postpartum depression and it was a really big struggle. Luckily I had a sister that had had that with her kids, all of her kids. She had that and she had talked to me about it. And that was a blessing in my life just because I knew that I had someone that was supportive and someone that had talked to me about it before. So I knew it wasn't like, I didn't, I knew something wasn't wrong with me in a way, even though you kind of feel like that, but so just having it after, I just remember, you know, just getting to the point, luckily I had Austin as a support, but I, you know, I turned to Austin. I was like, you know what, this is worse than I have ever had. I'm like, this is past the point. Um, so something kind of personal, I, Actually, like, so when I got to the point, I actually, because I got so nervous that I actually ended up passing out and I hit and I hit my head. And so that's when I knew I was like, you know what? I think it's time that I just need to get some like help to be able to help with the depression and anxiety and stuff like that. And so, I, you know, I went pretty quick. Thanks to my sister. Thanks to Austin. Thanks to that event and stuff. Um, and I had a doctor that I really trusted and that made such a difference. And so I just went and got help really soon after, probably just a few months after. I can't remember the exact time. I'm like, it could have even been up to five months. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, that part was, a, it's a little bit of a blur, but um, yeah, I'm just so glad I got the help because then I was so able to, I was just really able to enjoy Millie. I've been able to enjoy her so much where if I think I try, you know, if I tried to stick it out, you know, who knows if it would be gone yet? Who knows if I would still have those issues, like that hardship going on or, you know, but because I got help quickly, I was able to work through it and really enjoy my time with her. That's so wonderful. Good for you. 
Thanks. got help. Thank you. Just enduring a lot of hardship and being like, okay, one more day. (laughs) I I got this. I can do it. Yeah. So good. I'm so glad. And also I'm, um, I feel like it's more common than we like it to admit postpartum. I think is really postpartum depression. I feel like a lot of my friends have actually struggled with that and and different times, like for different, it's been different for each of their pregnancies. So yeah, isn't that interesting how it could be different for each pregnancy? It's so you would think that they would be similar, but they're just yeah, they're not. <laughs> and I'm curious, what did you do when you said with Ollie? How do you feel like you prioritized getting yourself into the right like mindset or prioritizing yeah. yourself? Like, what are some things that you did during that time? So one of the things was yoga. Actually, I think just doing yoga, like helped me to like stay fit even while, you know, I was not feeling good. I didn't necessarily, I like my knees were bad. I started running and I actually had, I I played basketball in high school and stuff like that. And I just have bad knees from playing sports. And so, um, so because of that, I, it's hard to like run and things like that. So I started running with Ollie, my knees started hurting. So then I switched to yoga to be able to do that. But like exercising really helped me be able to do that. And then just like, I just started eating healthy. I started exercising and then also just not being afraid to take time to myself. I think, and I learned it more and more as the kids went on, like sometimes you just have to take a moment to yourself to, you know, read the scriptures, to say your prayers, like without people jumping on you, or even to like take a shower without people <laughs> like bothering you or working on clay, you know, just by yourself for a little bit and finding a hobby and things like that. Just like learning. Okay. It's okay to feel an importance <clears throat> to feel importance for myself as well. And not, cause I think I kind of thought, if I prioritize myself above my family, that means I'm selfish. And I think realizing, no, I'm not selfish. It's the whole airplane thing. Like you got to put your own mask on first to be able to take care of those other people. And I think I was trying to put on masks on the whole entire airplane instead of myself. And I realized, you know what? I got to start taking care of myself too. And it's important. I am important and it will help me be a better mom. It'll help me be a better wife and friend and everything. Yeah, absolutely. And then um, tell us about your business. So about this business that you started, um, how did it emerge and how's that going? Okay. So it's Terrence Down to Earth Designs, but also goes by like DE Designs. So either or Terrence Down to Earth Designs or DE Designs. (laughs) DE is a little bit easier (laughs) to say, but um, I started doing it. Well, first I like started watching videos and I'm like, oh, this is this looks really fun. Like it'd be a great, like creative outlet. I love jewelry and fashion. And me and Avi started watching some of the videos together and we went on like a mommy daughter date and we're like, let's go get the clay. Let's go get clay and some rollers and try to do it. So her and I went and got it, went to Michael's and we went and got some stuff to do clay. And I just became obsessed. I loved it. I'm like, all of a sudden you're making the pieces, you know, like the shapes you want, the colors you want, sanding it. And then you assemble it. Like you put the jump rings on and the earring hooks on and just like seeing it all come together just felt so good. Like, you know, and then all of a sudden wearing your pieces, you know, like 
I have my own pieces on and it makes me feel like it just makes me feel good inside. Like I'm like, I created something. So that's how it started. And it just became like more of a love. I actually didn't start doing it until just this past December. So I haven't been doing it very long, but I think with my like love for it and just like watching so many videos and finding out what the best methods are and experimenting with it, you know, it kind of helped me gain the knowledge pretty quickly just because I, I immersed myself in it. <laughs> and um, me and Avi were just like, and even Ollie, he loved playing with it too, like making these little like characters with it and stuff like that. And so, yeah, I started, I just started doing that. And like, I'm like, wow, it's pretty good. And people started being like, your jewelry is really good. Like you could sell that. And I was like, huh, maybe I will. <laughs> so yeah. So I was like, so my new year's resolution was actually, I'm like, was to start a business. I was like, I am going to start a business this year. I am going to push myself out of my comfort zone. I'm going to start a business and of doing something that I love to do. And so I did it. You're doing it. Oh my God, that's so exciting. Yeah, so I'm like, and I've learned so much, which is so cool. Cause I love to like keep, you know, like you being an, a teacher and stuff like that, you know, the importance of keeping your education up. And I learned that in school too. I'm like how important it is to keep learning. And I'm like, with this, I'm like, I feel like I learned so many new things, like putting earring backs on who knew there could be so many ways to do it. <laughs> so I'm just like learning. And I just feel like I have grown as a person doing it. Like my confidence has grown. I'm like my abilities and making the jewelry has, has grown, you know, being able to set up a brand grew, you know, um, Brian McDonough was actually the one who made my logo and it's so um, so amazing. I'm like, so being able to like work with family with that too. Um, it's just really incredible. It's been such a great experience and yeah. And doing, um, so a lot of times you'll see the earrings, but I've like ventured out and done some bracelets and clips and necklaces and it's just, it's fun to do. And is your yeah. clip in right now? Is that the one you made? Did you make this? Yep, one? I made this clip. It's so beautiful. Thank you. And I made this necklace. Wait, can you put it up a little bit higher? Or like, yeah. Oh, that's so beautiful. I like that. Ooh. Yeah. So, yeah. And then, I'm like, this is, actually, this is one of my chains too. It's my versatile chains. So it can be a mass chain or you can use it as a necklace. Cool. And then these are my earrings and clips. I only wear my own stuff now. <laughs> but that's so fun. It's that. <laughs> so great. Your, your, the card, did, did David design this or did you design your card? Your, your business card. So Brian designed it. Did he? Yeah. Back. And yes, I love the gold foil. He actually designed those based on the Mont Blancs that I do. Um, so I'm like, there's the Mont Blancs. I don't know if you can see it. I'm like, or if the sun is kind of shining. Yeah, one second. Oh, that's so, I love those. Yeah. So those, I'm like. Can you show us stuff? Do you have other stuff to show? Yes, I can show stuff. I'm like, here, this is from my first collection too. These are the Rockies. I love the, I love the mountain, um, theme. Yeah. So the first collection was elevate. So for mountains. And then this last collection was called Bloomin. And so it was all about flowers. So like, here's one of my flower ones. I don't know if you can see it. Can you, can you zoom out? Just, can you pull it out a little bit like that? Wait, what, what, what is that made of? Is that clay? It's clay. Wow. Yeah. 
so I actually did like each piece individually and put it together. These were some of my most fun to make. I'm not going to lie. They were so much fun and they are now on your, on your site. They are on my site, mm-hmm. but oh, wow. the, I mean, these ones are sold out, but, um, I'm getting more posts in, so they, I will be restocking soon. So, um, the clay parts are done. I just need to get more posts to be able to glue on them because, um, they're gold filled posts. And so it's a nice metal material too, but yeah, so those are my fun little ones. I love those. I'm like, these ones, um, are kind of more of like a fancy one. They have like the crystals and the blush. That's so fun. Anyway, I'm like, so there's a few of them. I'm like, these are the wave clips. The wave clips. I'm like, there's just, and I'm like, my bracelets. So it's just so fun because you can really be so creative. You can, you know, you got to think out of the box and stuff like that of different things that you could, that you can design. And it's really like, it has brought me so much joy to be able to do it. Isn't that amazing how creation brings such a level of joy that I think nothing else except but creation like brings into our lives. So yeah, I agree. I'm like, you do music, don't you? Um, I mean, I've done a little bit of music, but for me, even podcasting brings me tremendous joy. Okay. It's like a creation, right? You're creating something that people yeah. can consume or um, so like this brings me a lot of joy. This, this ability. I am so- yeah. I'm so glad. I'm like, but I feel like I remembered you and Ben where you guys like performed at a Christmas thing. And I'm like, they're so talented. Yeah, yeah your podcast is amazing. You're just a completely talented person. <laughs> well, thank you. I actually like just that. It's even this past so Saturday night, I had I tried to bring the teachers that I worked with together to do this paint night where my friend has paint on campuses and she taught us how to do. We did, we painted apples and, um, and it was so much fun, but it was like, so cool to see each person there create something and yeah. even creating something that was similar, how each one's turned out differently. Yeah. And, and seeing how much satisfaction people felt by picking up the paintbrush and taking a chance, you know, and yeah. I, I think, wow, the more we can create the better, the better. I agree. It really does. It just that sense of accomplishment. And when you like finish something, you're like, yes, look what I just did. Always had the ambition, ambition to start a business or was this just like a new ambition? I think I kind of had, um, the ambition. It's hard to say. Cause I, I was really nervous as a kid. Like I wanted to actually go to fit them, which was fashion, the fashion Institute. I wanted to go to California in California but I was really nervous to leave my family. I was just, it was too far from me. So that nervousness kind of held me back a bit, but I think I like deep inside. I always wanted to, I always wanted to do some kind of like fashion creating thing where I could like, where I could create and sell and just something that brings like beauty and happiness to people. Cause jewelry for me, I love jewelry so much. So I'm like, you know, you get those packages in the mail and that's what like, when I do my packages all together, I'm like, I have like smelling good crinkle paper and I have stickers and like certain kinds of bags and stuff like that. Like I want it to be this like whole experience for people. I think bringing people joy makes me really happy. And so like creating something pretty and then having people like get a box of pretty, pretty jewelry, just 
was like right up my alley. Um, so I think I'm like, I had it inside all along, but I just had to gain the confidence to be able to do it. Absolutely. And I, I love it. <laughs> the resolution, you did it. And it's only, it. it's the end of May. <laughs> I, I know. I'm like, I did it. Yes, it happened. <laughs> that is such a celebration. I hope you have celebrated that and that you celebrate it when you send out those packages to people. Because that's amazing. Yes, thank you. Yes, I do. <laughs> And what do you feel like has been one of your, maybe your biggest challenges as an adult and one of your biggest victories as an adult? So, I mean, I kind of already talked about it. I just, the self-love it's you know, it was a challenge, but it was my victory at the same time, you know, gaining that confidence has been such a victory for me. I, I give myself little pats on the back kind of thing. I know it might sound silly to some people like confidence in yourself, but I think that that's a struggle a lot of people have with a lot. I'm like, I think I had a perfect, like I had a perfectionist personality growing up and I didn't like, I didn't like to fail. I didn't like to do wrong, like to not be successful. And I think realizing that as an adult too, like I can fail and that's okay. Like I can you know, and doing the, with the jewelry, I'm like, I could make a really terrible piece and be like, all right, I got to restart and do something, not that. And re, you know, restart from the beginning and just realizing, you know what, it's okay to not be perfect. It's okay to love myself. It doesn't make me selfish to love who I am and to be happy with me as a person. Like, yeah, I still need to be, obviously you still need to be humble and you need to see those things you need to work on, but it's, you know, you don't have to bring yourself down in order to be a humble person. And I think as an adult, that's been my biggest struggle and my biggest accomplishment. I love it. I love it. I'm so glad that you're having the victory, (laughs) like having those moments of victory. And what is something that you wish more people understood about each other? Something I wish more people understood is that people do what makes sense to them. I think people so quickly want to judge other people nowadays. They want to like, they just want someone to like not say something nice about. And I think we just need to realize that people we're all on this life's journey together. Like we're doing the best we can and people do what makes sense to them. And I think by do, by realizing that people do things that make sense to them, it helps us have more compassion for them more love for them and more understanding for who they are. And how has your faith in God impacted your life and your choices? You know, I think that that has impacted my life more than anything else. I, I grew up really strong, believing in my savior, believing in the Lord and knowing that they were, that they cared about me and loved me and I remember even as a young kid, I started saying prayers very regularly. I would have like bad dreams and my parents were like, you know, say your prayers and it'll help. So I started doing that and it did as a kid, like it really did help me. And I think that that relationship was so important to me to develop. And it has been something that has guided me and helped me throughout my whole entire life. I turn to prayer. I turn to scripture reading a lot it gives me peace inside and to like to know my savior just it shows me how i want to be how you know how i want to be kind and forgiving of others and it just has shaped who i am because i want to be like my savior i want to 
spread goodness. I want to spread joy to other people. I want to bring love to the world and things like that. And it is, so it's my compass. It's my compass in life. It points me where I want to go. It, it is my inner self. Like that's who I am. And I'm so glad that I had that growing up and that I had something like that because when I go through struggles too, like that's where I turn, you know, I turn to prayer. I turn to being close to my savior, being close to my heavenly father. And that gives me peace that, and I believe that through any, every hard thing, he's the one that helped me through it. He's the one that gave me strength. He's, you know, turning to him is what has helped me and helped me grow. And I'm so happy that I get to bring that knowledge to my family now. Right. And teach them. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And, um, if you can look back on your future, like on a younger version of yourself, maybe a 12 year old version, I don't care what version of yourself that's younger, <laughs> what, kind of, what kind of advice would you impart to that younger self? Probably don't sweat the small stuff. Like don't worry about things. Just have fun. You know, everyone is nervous being who they are. Just have fun, enjoy, and don't worry so much. <laughs> that would probably be my thing. Cause I'm like, I still had a lot of fun. Like I had fun as a kid and stuff like that, but it's like, you know, if you do something silly, don't worry about it. It will pass. No one's going to care. <laughs> so, so true. Yeah. And also this is the, um, if I use, well, so normally, um, on my podcast, the thy neighbor podcast, I always end with the question about, um, like how, how would you like your neighbors or those people around you to think of you or to remember you and how, of course, um, have neighbors in your life impacted you and made your life better? Okay. That's a good question. So I would want people to know me as a kind person, a generous person. Um, I want them to know, be someone that was like loyal, someone that they could count on to be there, to be supportive of them, to help them feel good inside. Um, so those are things that would be really important for me. Um, also that they knew that I loved my Lord and savior and, um, knew that how important that was to me and some wonderful neighbors that I have had growing up, people that have really made an impact on my life and who I would love to emulate was there was, it was actually my young woman's leader growing up. Um, we moved wards. And, um, she just welcomed me with open arms. She made sure I was welcome there. She made sure I was comfortable, made sure I had friends. She just really went out of her way to like be interested in things I was interested in, make me feel comfortable. And that's how I, that's how I want to be. I want to be a neighbor that, you know, people know that when they come to me, that they're going to feel good. And this lady, you know, she just, she did that. She made people feel good and she was just so genuine too. She was genuine and kind. And that is a neighbor that I would like to be. And um, there was also one more in San Antonio. I I was sad to leave our la- like um, Artesia and we were moving to San Antonio and there was a girl there and she's like, can I bring you guys dinner? And I was like, no, no, don't worry about it. Like, we're okay. And she's like, no, no, no. I want to bring you dinner. And I'm like, okay, our house is a mess. There's boxes everywhere. But I was like really sad. Cause I like, you know, you're leaving friends and she came 
she has ended up being one of my best friends. She is amazing. She, so someone that just like makes sure to do nice things. And I think a lot of times we want to be like, no, we're okay. It's fine. But really just being like, you know what? I'm going to do something nice for you. And she just really taught me like how to be a good friend. She was such a good friend. She was so thoughtful. She was so considerate of other people and their needs and what they needed. And so I would love to be a neighbor like her as well. Yeah, I love that. And I I think that there are so many wonderful people as we walk through life, we can find so many like good examples in our lives. I want to thank you for you, for you for being one of those people. So Oh, you're so nice. Thank you so much, Tracy. Yeah, and I'm so glad we got to talk. This was such a great, Taryn. Thank you so much. Thank you. You were so wonderful. This was so fun to chat. So thank you so much. It is just such a blessing to get to know people and to hear their stories a little bit better and be like, oh, wow, we have so much to learn. And actually, there's one thing, like, I know we are almost done with our time, but I was just going to tell you that um, I, there's been a few times I've been like, wow, Taryn is so awesome. And, um, oh, so and there, nice. there, I remember, especially it was, I think it was like two years ago when Austin had, had lost his job. I, uh-huh. I don't remember exactly where it was, but we were at Bear Lake and you had just, I think there was, there was very, um, Austin had left, like had lost the job at some, I don't remember. And you were like, yeah, Austin lost the job. Or you guys were just so honest. Like both you and Austin were just like, yeah, this is what happened. And we had heard more. So we knew that there were a lot more, a lot more details in that (laughs) statement. But you guys were just so honest. There was no like, I felt like you guys were confident about it instead of like shame or like there wasn't shame. I didn't feel like there was all the shame enshrouded in it, but there was just like, Yeah, this is what happened, you know? And I just felt like that was such a powerful example for me. Um, anyway, which is not in our own lives, I think we we can be ashamed of things that are just part of this experience. And so I just want to thank you for for not being ashamed of who you are and and what happens in this life anyway. Um because that really made an impact on me personally. And I just feel like you're an authentic person. I feel like you're honest about who you are. And I just think that that, that gives people the power to do it themselves, which is just really needful. So I don't know if you have any comments about that experience, <laughs> but. Well, you were just so kind. Like, thank you for saying that. Cause I mean, you know, it's not that those situations aren't hard, but it's just, yeah. Like Dealing, it's hard to deal with them, but just realizing, you know what, people go through struggles. It's hard, like there can be really hard things in life. And I think we just, I mean, Austin, we got to a point where we're like, you know what, it's better to share our struggles if we could help anyone. Sorry, <laughs> we could help anyone. Um, then it's okay to share them. You know, it's hard. They're hard things to go through, but if we can help anyone, like, then that is something that's great.